Welcome back to Life on Purpose, a podcast by Apothecala. You're listening to episode five. For those of you who are inspired by our journey as doTERRA business owners, we invite you to visit our website, apothecala.co, to grab your free copy of our doTERRA business tools. We created these tools for you and modeled them after the tools we have used to create a thriving team of oil enthusiasts. There are four tools, including pre-made social media graphics you can share, a contact list to help you serve others, and our guide for teaching an oil class using the top 10 oils. Today, I am joined by my amazing husband, Robert. We are going to dive in and tell you a little bit about us as it relates to our home on the web. To start, we will talk about our passion of living a holistic life. I want to take a moment to introduce you all to my husband. I'm sure you've seen him on the blog with the Recipes with Rob episodes, and he's written several amazing pieces for us. So, Robert, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do for a living? What is your bliss? Is there anything you'd like for our listeners to know about you? Okay, so uh, I guess you are familiar with me from the blog. I hope our listeners are familiar with me from the blog. But uh, for a living, I am a doTERRA representative. That's what I do. That's my passion. And that's what I tell people when I meet them. And I meet a lot of people while I'm driving part-time Uber. But even when I'm, you know, driving Uber, I'm still a doTERRA representative and I'm out there meeting people and making contacts and talking about recipes with Rob, uh, inviting people to classes, um, giving out samples and cards when requested, that kind of thing. Uh, as far as my bliss, I don't really have a one thing. I, I'm I'm not a, a kite surfer or a kayaker or anything like that. Uh, I'm a pretty simple person. I like pretty simple things. I just like I, lo- I my bliss is following our freedom and doing what we want to do and uh, spending time with my wife and our friends and not stressing. Just you know, being groovy. That's my bliss right there and was there a third thing there was something else after that just anything you think they should know about you yeah no i'm not that interesting and they know everything already anyhow so you got a random fact about you you want to share i i don't have a random fact i mean come on everybody knows i'm obsessed with rome already they all know (laughs) that i make a really good cookie uh they know i've got a hot wife um (laughs) that's pretty pretty much me uh oh okay here's a random fact in civilization 5 i just conquered the game with a cultural victory the first time i've been able to achieve that in the what five years i played that game four years i played that game so there's that i'm proud of that how about that yes love (laughs) so moving on So that is going to segue us right into talking about our passions, which is what Apothecala is all about. It's all about the things that we love that our life revolves around. And the first part of that is holistic living. So for me, living a holistic life means doing whatever I can to make sure that what I'm putting on my body and in my body is not only chemical free, but sustainable. Um, I'm super passionate about trying to find a natural remedy first, and it's so much easier to go to my reference books and say, I need something to help me with acne, for example, 
than it is to schedule a doctor's appointment, wait three weeks, go to the doctor, get some kind of cream that may or may not work. And that cream has toxins and side effects. So for me, I just want to try to, you know, take care of it myself and then seek modern medicine if needed. Um, living a holistic life for me also um, has a lot to do with serving other with others, which we'll talk about more um, a little bit later in this podcast. I was a part of a lot of health sciences clubs during high school, and I was really fascinated with learning as much about anatomy and the human body as I possibly could. Um, I actually, and some people know this already, but I started my bachelor's program in health sciences. I wanted to be a nurse and help heal people, but I quickly realized that the medical industry is an industry and it's, you know, often better for them if people are not well because that's when they're making money. So that's a whole nother topic for another day. Um, Robert, uh, our closest friends know this, but he is super squeamish. So when I get together with my family and we're all talking about the gallbladder issues that we had in the past, and he's kind of rolling his eyes right now, He'll hear the word gallbladder 30 times within 15 minutes, and that just makes him want to barf. So it's been very interesting for us to jump over that hurdle where he can play an active and passionate role in our doTERRA business when he doesn't really want to hear about which body systems are affected by which oils. So Robert has found his... Uh, niche in the holistic life with recipes with rob do you want to tell us a little bit about recipes with rob and your goal with that um sure <clears throat> allow me to collect myself um i was laughing at the way you had to go and ex explain all that yes i am a bit squeamish but that does not mean that i was not good at talking about the oils and that i was not <laughs> an excellent oil advocate it just meant that while you were passionately discussing people's problems i was you know fiddling with other things talking with their children or playing on my phone that kind of thing so um but yes i am very passionate about cooking with the oils uh, i have been doing a lot of experimenting with cooking with the oils um and I'm going to be honest, I don't think that my motives are might be as noble as yours. I don't know if the oils are, I'm cooking with the oils is saving me from uh, the horrible chemicals in our food. But uh, I really like the pure taste and I like that I know that it's safe. So yes, I did find my passion with cooking with the essential oils. Uh, so I don't have Kayla's stomach for ailments. So I have a hard time discussing with people what's bothering them. But... I do enjoy cooking with the oils and uh, for me it's just about knowing that what I am using is the best that I can get and that the flavor I'm getting is the best that I can get. Uh, I love that when I flavor my eggs and I've said this a hundred times every time I flavor my egg every bite tastes like pepper there's not that one that one spot on the side. And it's great that I can just keep them in my cabinet and I don't have to worry about it because, you know, I don't flavor with a whole lot of peppermint. That peppermint, you know, is going to sit there for a long time and I never have to worry about it go bad. But when I'm going to make a chocolate peppermint cookie, I know I've got good peppermint right there. So there are a lot of advantages uh, and things that I, reasons why I'm very passionate about 
using the oils when I cook. So Robert may not use the term holistic as freely as I do, but he is definitely passionate about not only cooking with the oils, but introducing the time-saving and money-saving capabilities of the oils when used in the food. Um, if any of you have an idea for recipes with Rob, we would love to hear about it. Just keep in mind that we don't eat fish and we don't eat mushrooms. So, you know, if your recipe has one of those things, we might cook it, but we will not be trying it. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and scoot along into the next topic, which is love. Um, we talk about not only our marriage on the blog, but we also talk about self-love or being your best self. Because in order for us to have the outstanding, amazing, you know, lengthy marriage that we have, we have to be our best selves. We have to be able to show up. And there are days when I'm not feeling my best that Robert can remind me of who I am at my best and kind of nudge me along to get off the pity potty. Um, the same thing goes for him. Some days when he's feeling a little stressed out, I can remind him that, hey, life is good. Everything's fine. Take a few deep breaths. Put on some essential oils. So self care is a huge part of what we do not only with the oils but what we advocate for others and for ourselves but i wanted to talk a little bit today about our marriage because every time we meet someone and we tell them a little bit about our story and like who we were when we first met um, our transformation of um, becoming better people and moving across the country and not settling for anything less than we felt we deserved um, or that we could achieve, people just say, you guys should write a book. And we're not ready to write a book yet, but we can definitely share a little bit. You know, we, what, we started in a little bitty town in North Carolina. Uh, we met on Main Street. We had $2 to our name and our very first date was um, six hours long at a Sonic parking lot. Well, I feel like... Uh... If you let us, we, we could really tell you our marriage story and I don't know, maybe 11 hours, 12 hours. So that would be a very <laughs> long podcast. Well, I wasn't going to go from each little thing. I was going to tell them about who we were when we first met and kind of highlight a couple of the things that make us who we are. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, when we first met, where did you want to start there? I just wanted to stress that we had nothing. Robert had a duffel bag full of clothes. I had some stuff that I had in high school. Um, you know, we we didn't have our lives together at all, but we knew that we were best friends and we knew that we wanted to be better. And I don't really know that either one of us saw that we could be any better than we were until we met the other person. Well, I don't know if I could see that I could be better. I don't know if I wanted to be better. I don't know. I know that when I met you, I was kind of fed up with myself, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> there's that. But what you were saying about friendship. Okay, so if we're going to talk about our, our, our marriage in less than 30 minutes, I just want to give a little bit of advice that has really, I feel, helped me uh, have the kind of marriage that we have. So just 
be with your best friends. So remember like when you were a kid in school and like as soon as you got out of school, you wanted to go hang out with your best friend and you called your best friend and you told them about all the crap that made you happy and you told them about all the crap that made you sad and you played your video games together and all that. Well, you just do that with your best friend who just happens to be your wife. It's like a best friend plus. And when you have a best friend plus, you're gonna have a great marriage. You just, you just want to be together. Like I don't never say, oh, I want to go do this or do that rather than hang out with my wife. Like I want to go be with my wife. When I was working on the garbage truck, I used to run so fast every day. And when people would be like, why you work that hard? You know, the garbage is going to get picked up, whether you pick it up now, you know, or you pick it up in an hour from now, because I want to get home to my wife. I don't think any of the other guys could understand that. I don't think any of them wanted to get home to that wife. No. So, you know, and, and do things together. I know that you don't always want to do the things that I make you do but you see how important they are to me i need to clarify because he can't make me do anything i have a vested interest in trying his hobbies to see if i like them or not before i just stick my nose up and say no i would never go hiking or i would never play this ridiculous video game or make you watch uh, how many episodes of EastEnders while you fall asleep until you start catching on to the show. Some things do take a little bit longer than others. Because <laughs> just a quick story, EastEnders only came on when it was about bedtime and we had to watch it on PBS. And we didn't have a DVR or a VCR, so we had to watch it then. We had bunny ears. So she would fall asleep watching the show because I... I had to watch it. It's my favorite show. And now she is just as addicted as I am. So she learned to like that. And I picked up on, on some of her interests. You know, I, I, uh, do my best when she has an interest to support her and to show up for her and, uh, find my role in it. Even if, you know, I, I can't discuss how rosemary will help your gallbladder i can discuss how it will help your chicken <laughs> so you find ways yeah to spend time with your best friend because you really want to yeah and i think for us it's never marriage first it's best friends first and i say this i've said it on social media i've said it to our friends when people ask us for advice i say become best friends with your spouse if you're not already or marry someone that is your best friend and always keep that first. I've had so many people in my life say, well, this is my wife now and she has to do X, Y, and Z because she's my wife. And people get really upset when they hear about mine and Robert's, I guess you would call it a, a domestic structure. I mean, we don't follow the norm. <laughs> no. That's not what you call it. No, it's not that. I was just laughing because we don't follow the norm and people get mad at oh. it. Yeah, people get really mad and they don't understand that I am no good with the oven. You know, whenever I cook something, it's because Robert's not here. <laughs> and I'm super impatient when it comes to cooking. But you could give me a laptop and a, a business name and I could spend 20 hours working on a website. So, you know, we both have our strengths and we just, we understand our strengths. We understand our weaknesses. We work together 
like best friends to better ourselves and the marriage comes second it just it just so happens that we're married to our best friend and you know that we get the perks of being married but for us the goal is to make sure that our best friend is happy you can't see me but i'm shaking my head yes yes (laughs) (laughs) um so we'll definitely tell you guys um more about our story um robert kind of cut me off a little bit there but we started with two dollars and a dream of being better people we you know we started college together during college we learned a, a lot about the world and our place in it we actually took more courses in anthropology during our bachelor's program than we did journalism which ended up being our major and i think that really helped us to shape our view of the world and the people in it Um, and it's really given us a great lust for seeing more of the world and observing the people and trying to understand where different people come from so because of that when circumstances out of our control um, kind of made us leave our homestead that we had spent a while working on you can read more about that on the blog i'm sure we'll talk more about it later Um, we just decided that we wanted to travel and write and, you know, we just did it. We, we always make pros and cons lists before we, you know, attempt any big goals. We look at all the steps that may or may not be necessary. We research what other people have done in our same shoes and we go for it. And it's, our story of transformation can't be defined from one story. That's why I keep saying we'll talk more about that later. But just so you know, you can start with nothing. You can do it by yourself or you can do it with your best friend. If your best friend happens to be your spouse, then that's even better. But you can start from nothing and go wherever your heart desires. You just have to take daily positive steps forward. You can never quit on a bad day. You can only quit focusing on your dreams if you're having a spectacular day. That's one of the rules that a friend gave us a long time ago, and my mentor in doTERRA says it now. So just always remember that change is totally possible, whether you're changing, you know, where you live or what you eat or the things that you put on or in your body. Um, It's totally doable. Just set a goal. Like... We can go ahead and move into the travel piece um, of this conversation because we set a goal to get that motor home, to get it ready. Unfortunately, I wanted to focus more on what the interior of it looked like instead of the shape the engine was in. Um, But we had a very limited budget and we bought a very old motor home. How long did you spend renovating it? Uh, you know, it's been a while. I'd have to go back and read the blog to tell you exactly, but it was a few weeks. Yeah, I think at least six weeks of renovation, and we painted my grandmother's house for gas money. Yes. Took us two days to paint the outside of her house to get, I think it was $300, so that we could have enough gas to make it to Kansas for a job that we had. But we knew that we could do it, and we wanted to see more of the world. Um, strangely enough, and everybody seems to be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Robert and I have never been on a plane and one of our biggest passions is travel. So everywhere we've been, we've taken road trips to get there. Do you want to talk a little bit about why travel is so important to you? Yes, I do (laughs) want to tell you about why I'm so 
passionate about travel. I am just curious. I'm curious about all the little things that make people people. I am curious about the way they build their houses, about the way they stock their stores, about the way they run their advertisements, about the way that their, their newspapers are, how their cafes are, their social interactions, all the little gestures that people make. All that stuff is just totally fascinating to me and I love to see how it's different in different little cultures. I love seeing how it's different in different cities. I love seeing how it's different when you go from state to state. I mean, it, it, it's crazy the little idiosyncrasies that y'all find in one small county of North Carolina between another. Uh, and, and it's even much greater when you compare some place like Charlotte, North Carolina to Las Vegas. And and I just, I just love to see that. Uh, and it's it's exciting to go and be in new places and, and hear new histories and hear new ideas and see what other people think of the world because everybody has their own perspective from their own little spot. And you don't know what the world looks like from outside Vegas until you go there and see Vegas and then see what Vegas people think of the rest of the world. And, and that's all just it, very interesting to me and that's why when we go to places i i love to just uh meet a native and go to dinner and, and then listen to them talk about their town yeah and actually one of our favorite things to do when we go to vegas we happen to live um about an hour and a half from vegas in arizona when we lived there and one of our very favorite things to do in Vegas was to get a bus pass for the double deuce, the double decker bus, and sit on the top of the bus and just ride back and forth up and down the strip because you see the people going to work, you see the people coming home from work, you see people who are working on the bus, you know, <laughs> you see all kinds of people and you get to see views of the city that you wouldn't normally see, like down a side alley or, you know, you get to observe more. So yes, and that, that's one of the things, uh, my favorite spot in Las Vegas is uh, Fremont Street. I like to go there. We sit at, uh, at the Denny's. I'm, I'm telling you, I am, a, I am an all-out baller in Vegas. We go to Denny's on Fremont Street, sit on the corner counter, and eat a meal, and enjoy the freak show. Because... <laughs> Man, you will never see a greater collection of freaks than, than there on Fremont Street, and I feel so much at home. But there's, yes. there's a spot like that where you can find all over the place. The We had a spot like that in Myrtle Beach. Yes. A little pizza shop on the Strip. <laughs> where I love to go and sit and observe, and then yep. we would go behind that and sit out on the boardwalk, and people watch there. Yeah. So... For us, travel is not so much about the tourist traps. We don't really get roped into all of the stuff that people go to cities to see. We go somewhere close to the stuff, find a place to sit and have a cup of coffee, <laughs> and observe people doing the stuff. <laughs> but we do get sucked into tourist traps, don't get me wrong. I will stop if I see world's largest cross, or if I see an old western town, or any of that kind of thing. It, that kind of thing interests me. I, I like to read all the signs that are there. <laughs> like, yes, he does. And all the graffiti. Man, I love graffiti. Uh, so Yeah, when we were traveling across the country, it was Robert's driving goal to stop at every visitor center <laughs> as soon as we crossed the state line and read every plaque in the place. And I'm like, 
I'm just ready to get to the next place so we can go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but they put that there for a purpose. They want you to know, and I want to know. <laughs> it was it wasn't bad. Looking back on it, I'm glad we did. And there was that really cool miniature in Georgia. Remember that? That was cool. The 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 yeah yeah the, the what town. do you call that? The yeah the little miniature yeah. town. That was cool. Yeah. So we've been. And New Mexico's was beautiful. That was I was glad we stopped there. I don't remember New Mexico's. That was the one that's on the side of the mountain where we got the photo of the RV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You mean Arizona. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. <laughs> that was awesome. It was like a, a terrarium indoors or something. But we really, we just want to soak up the culture. We want to see different places from the locals' perspective. While we've never been on a plane, our goal for our 10th wedding anniversary, which is in 2020, coming up very soon, is to travel to Rome because as much as travel is a passion, history is also a passion of ours. Robert is obsessed with Roman history. I'm obsessed with Egyptian history. There's several different eras in history that we like, but we really want to go to Rome and just experience it as much as possible from the locals' point of view. and. Robert wants to climb on as many antiquities as he can. <laughs> and we're going to have to take a really long plane ride to get there. So that's another transition and a challenge that we're going to have to face together. Um, Robert is going to have to hold my hand and tell me that, hey, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay because I have a great fear of the unknown. And really, I think traveling forces me to step outside of that because right before we go on any road trips, even if it's places that we've been before, irrational thoughts start creeping up like, oh, I wonder if we should have changed the tires. I wonder if we need to change the oil. I wonder if, you know, crazy drunk people are gonna be on the road because it's a holiday. And I just stress about all the small stuff, but when I can, you know, push through that and break through that stress to really enjoy the ride and look at the scenery and observe the people and the culture and try new things, it really forces me to step outside of my comfort zone and live. So I think travel is really important to me for that reason. So we've got a lot of goals when it comes to travel. Um, we've got a lot of past stories that we haven't shared yet that we're definitely going to talk about on the blog and maybe come back to the podcast with our, our whole motorhome adventure story one day. But for now, I want to go ahead and move into the nerd life section of our passions. Do you want to get started and tell us why you're a nerd, Mr. Winter? So nerd life is a pretty big subject. I don't know if we could uh, even uh, scratch the surface on this podcast, but but we're going to try because we're not quitters. Yes, we are. So, uh... No, we're not quitters, <laughs> but yes, we are going to try. When it comes to nerd life, okay, so I've got some of the major nerd bugs. I'm a huge Trekkie. I've seen each one of the series more than once. I can tell you some of my favorite episodes, and I recognize all the characters outside and inside of their costume, even when they're playing different aliens over and over again. Um, I love video games. I play probably more than than I should <laughs> but I, I do really enjoy them I've got a couple right now that I'm playing uh, more than others I really wish that I could uh, get Kayla to spend more time with me playing video games she does enjoy video games and she will sink uh, an hour or two into Minecraft but most of the time when I'm playing a video game she's creating a website or designing some type of 
uh, graphic or writing a blog and I and I say sweetheart are, are you going to relax and, and she'll say I am relaxing and I'll and I'll say okay and I'll just get back to my video games so um, there's that but we're we're not just that kind of nerdy I mean we do enjoy some nerdy books a lot of our books are really just self-help books but a lot of them are business books um a lot of reference books reference history books, books uh history books i'm uh in the middle of gibbon the decline and fall of rome right now that's that's a big book if you don't know it's, it's a challenge so we do there's that and you know we do enjoy our research if there is a topic that we're we are interested in we search every angle we can, read as many articles, and discuss it back and forth with our opinions and our friends and, and try and get other people's perspectives before we make a decision. I, we really enjoy learning in that way. Yeah, I mean, I think school for us, um, probably 90% of the time was that we were interested in the learning part of school more than feeling like it was a chore. We liked what we were learning about. We learned a lot about business. We learned a lot about investigative journalism. We learned a lot about um, anthropology and the culture of the world and the world's cultures. I think personally, when I think of nerd life, um, I just think of my desire to do things related to business or video games or science fiction. And Robert's right, I really do have to schedule time in my planner, and I actually do schedule time to do nothing, because I have to remind myself that even though I have fun creating business tools and, you know, business spreadsheets and graphics and websites and branding and all the above, it is work, and I have to stop, and sometimes when I'm playing video games, it can be work for me because I am very much on the Gallup Foundation's top five strengths. My very first one is Achiever, which means if I'm going to play Minecraft, I can't play for 30 minutes. I have to have three or four hours dedicated to building an entire city from the bottom to the top, including the train tracks and all of the power systems involved. So I very much like to see things through from start to finish, and that can feel like work. You know, it's um, it's interesting, uh, and I definitely am a Star Trek fan as well. Robert got me into that. That was another one of those shows that he would play, and <laughs> eventually I started liking it. Um, we do tend to binge watch um, science fiction television in the background while we're working. We'll be writing blog posts or cleaning the house or, you know, just in general doing things around um, our house. We'll have different science fiction series on in the background. Um, it's just very interesting for us not only to learn about the current world's culture, but the fantasy cultures that this is what the world could be or maybe sometimes should be, or could end up like. And we just like to see everything from every perspective and learn as much about the subjects that interest us as we can. So on the blog, you'll primarily see, when it comes to nerd life, you'll see blog posts and podcasts related to business or anthropology, um, occasionally metaphysics, because that's a topic that I'm really interested in. Um, if you have any amazing 
series that you think we would like that are science fiction, I am definitely open to hearing about those or any good books. We are subscribers of Audible, so if you think of anything that'd be worth a credit on Audible that's science fiction or history related, just let us know. But I would say that we're definitely nerds. We, oh, I almost forgot. We love Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah. How can you talk about nerd life without mentioning Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering? We actually had Magic the Gathering cards and lavender card protectors as our wedding cake topper. I had Bosch Iron Golem. And I had a Chroma Angel of Wrath. Yes, she did. So that was whenever we first started our relationship and we found that we had 20 extra dollars in our budget. Robert <laughs> said, ooh, we could use that money to buy a game that we could play together that doesn't require internet or even a computer. And I was like, okay, let's take a look. And so he showed me magic cards and I was like, these look like adult Pokemon cards. I don't think I'm going to enjoy this. And so he buys them anyways and he teaches me how to play them. And for probably six months, we played the only two decks that we had, which was angels versus demons. And we became really good at, um, you know, playing the game in different ways. We don't necessarily keep up with the current um, sets. We don't participate with any tournaments. We like to just play with friends and build decks and collect our favorite cards from all the different series. We really like to play D&D, but that's kind of hard to do with two people. There is no rando Cardrizian for D&D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're a Cards Against Humanity fan, you would get that one. Thank you, Amy, for the tip. Um, but, you know, we just, we are who we are, even if that means we're nerds. And for a long time, I thought that my readers wouldn't really give a shit about any of the nerdy things that I like, but that's a big part of who I am. And so whether we're talking about holistic life, love life, our travel life, or our nerd life, you will learn more about us on our blog. Is there anything you think we should tell our listeners before we kind of close up our first uh, dual podcast here? Um, I don't know. I felt like there was like a million things that I wanted to talk about and tell everybody, but we touched on all our subjects. Yeah, I think you guys can see that, you know, our blog and our podcast is really a place for us to connect with you. If you share a passion, we really want to know. I think that other perspectives help us to learn more about our passions. And we're really excited to connect with you. So let us know if we have anything in common. We'd like to have, if you're in San Diego, a new local friend. Or if you're across the world, a new virtual friend. We're all about that. And we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Yes, yeah, so uh, wherever you are. Just uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on in your neck of the woods. We'd love to hear what makes wherever you're from unique, what makes it special. Um, I mean, like everybody seems to think if you're from California, it's the avocado toast. Is that the thing now? Is avocado that, toast. That's why we're popular. <laughs> so, I mean. <laughs> yes, that is the one reason that California is popular. So is... maybe there's something about your particular ne neck of the woods that you would like to tell us about. <laughs> So I would love to hear what makes your town special. And what makes you special as well. Oh, yeah, I yeah. guess. You might be special, too. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, you guys. Thanks so much for listening and and participating in our long podcast. Oh, yeah. It was nice nice of you to hang out with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and we'll definitely be back with more more detailed stories from all those four passions. And until then, be well. To learn more about me between episodes, find me at apothecala.co. That's A-P-O-T-H-E-K-A-Y-L-A dot C-O. You can also connect with me on social media at Apothecala on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let me know if you have any questions by filling out the contact form on the blog. And until we meet again, be well.